What is up, y'all? Welcome to episode 248 of the Bedroom Drinking Podcast. I am Dustin. What up, everyone? It's Nate Dog. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? I have a fun fact. Okay. That I, I just found this out today that sharks, like the sharks that live in the ocean. As opposed to? Own. Well, some sharks can be in the rivers, I guess. But Okay. But like just like great white sharks, sharks like that, things like that. They can only be found in the northern and southern hemispheres. Oh. So, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sure. <laughs> that was, it's actually uh which obviously is true because it's just like the whole earth. But <laughs> oh. If, you know, you're supposed. To, I, I I guess I thought you would understand that joke. But I guess I didn't. Well, what's in the other hemispheres? Well, there's only two. There's no east and west. No. Oh. It's just like the, the equator, like the northern hemisphere, the southern. Hemisphere. Oh, above and but, so above and below the equator. That's it. Yeah. I guess. I guess I. <laughs> I know. I knew that at one time because we learned about all the equator stuff in school. I guess I just didn't. <laughs> anyway, anyways, that's a fun fact. <laughs> Funner fact: I'm retarded. I guess. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, that I yeah. I'm, you gotta, I'm, you gotta believe that. I'm silly. I'm not smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we accidentally took a month off last month. I didn't even realize it until we were already in this month. It's like, you know, we're doing things and we're busy in life. There was just, yeah, there was so much going on and the month went by so fast. I started back on my, my travels again after my time as a Manny. And uh, things were really busy. Nate's been really busy. And if I don't, if I don't say something, he'll just pretend that we never had a podcast. So, yeah, I, mean, I didn't realize. I just, I don't even. I just until you tell me like, oh, we're doing, we let's we can do a podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> things be happening. Yeah. So it's it's been essentially two months since we've last spoken to you. So uh, you were getting ready to move into your new house. Last episode. So how's that going? Well, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, things are just slow when you know contractors are involved. It's because they get paid by the hour. No, I mean not necessarily. They just are busy. So they come and they do the work when they have. They're doing other jobs. You know, it's not like they're just doing your job. I mean, shouldn't they be though? Like, shouldn't they have well, one job that they work too. on until they finish, and then they move on to the next job? Maybe like bigger companies, but this is like just like a family kind of thing. Well, maybe they need to have more kids so that they have more workers. I don't know. Um, but I mean, they're doing a good job. So the stuff they do. Are they, they though? Because you were supposed now to move in two kids. months ago. Yeah, well, they're done. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the plumber now. Oh, so now it's the plumber's fault. Yeah. Now I'm just waiting for that to happen, and then and then we can start kind of doing that. So uh, maybe soon we'll we'll see. Maybe like by Christmas time. Hopefully by like. Two weeks from now. <laughs> Remember when I was gonna come visit, and you, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna come in two weeks." Will there be you have somewhere for me to stay? And you were like, "I don't know." And I was like, "What if I uh, I have my like my sleeping bag and stuff? I could just sleep on the floor." And you were, and you said, "There's no floor." <laughs> There's no floor. And I was like, "Okay, if you don't even have a floor, I doubt that it's gonna be you're gonna be ready for me to stay there." In two weeks or even a week's time because I think I had gotten my hotel room and then a week later I was like, wait a minute. Well, I could just sleep on the floor and you, you know, were like, there, there is not floors. a floor. 
even if there was floors, there's no bathrooms. Well, I think that's what I asked was, do you have a bathroom? Because if you do, then I can just bring my sleeping bag and sleep on the floor. And that's when you said there's no floor. (laughs) floor. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. This is, I'm staying in the hotel for sure. Yeah, it was just wood. (laughs) (laughs) I could sleep on wood. I could have fucking parked in the driveway and slept in the car. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but. That is that scary house across the street. It's a rough, yeah, that guy comes out and he's like praying to the sons or whatever, I don't know. Oh, oh, he's probably doing his his Muslim. It's a meth, no, it's like a meth house. Muslims can be, can sell meth. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not there yet. (laughs) One day. Someday. I've been, I've been to Iowa and Minnesota and now I'm in Wisconsin. So I've been moving, moving along. There's been pretty there's something fun. cool about was there's there's something about Wisconsin that's an updated thing. Like Aaron Rodgers is no longer there. That's true. He what lives he, in New York now. He went to the Jets, right? Yeah. Okay. He was supposed to go to the Titans. What happened to that? <laughs> I don't think he was ever supposed to go to the Titans. <laughs> Wasn't he spotted in Nashville and people were like, "Oh, he's coming to the Titans." I think he was just looking for like a house. Like I think he just wants to buy a house. Or there. maybe he just wanted to fucking visit Nashville. Just because you visit Nashville and you play football doesn't mean that you're playing for the Titans. It's like just because you're a famous person <laughs> and you go to some other city just to like check it out. People are like, oh my god, are you coming here? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, I just came to like listen to some stupid country music. That reminded me of something that we'll get into in topic later. But I guess so, we should we should just move into it, huh? Because we have a lot of things on the docket. We can. Real quick though, you could tell them how you accidentally almost went to Canada. <laughs> uh, yeah so i uh i spent a few days along the north shore of lake superior so that's like up in northern minnesota between like duluth and grand portage minnesota basically and they have a lot of like state parks and stuff along the lake that you can go to and um like do hiking around the lake and whatever and so i was there for a few days but so i uh I decided to drive up to Grand Portage to like the top of, I guess, the most northern part and work my way back to Duluth because I wanted to end up in Duluth. So I'm driving up there and I put in my GPS and I was like, oh, wow, this is like really close to Canada. Like I can see the immigration is like right here. And then my the state park I'm going to is right by it. That's kind of funny. So I got there. I didn't have any phone service. And I was like, well, that kind of sucks. At least I already... Like the GPS is set, so I already know where to turn and whatever. And so I get there and I'm like, oh shit, like I can see customs like before I turn into the thing, into the parking lot that I needed to turn into. And I was like, holy shit. And then I pulled into the parking lot and customs was like right there. And I was like, geez, if I had missed my turn, I would have had to make a U turn in Canada. And I pulled into the parking lot and I had, like I said, I had no phone service. And then all of a sudden I get a text from Verizon that says, welcome to Canada. And it's telling me about like roaming charges and all this stuff. And then like, I, you know how it usually says like the, the name of your phone carrier in the top left corner of your phone, Verizon yeah. or AT&T or whatever. Well, it changed from Verizon to like something else that I guess Verizon uses its towers in Canada or something. And I was like, so I'm like on Canadian phone service now. It's pretty funny. Um, and I don't, I mean, I'm not sure hiking through that state park. I may have actually gone to Canada and not realized it. I don't know. Maybe. But it was like, I knew that I was going to like Northern Minnesota, but I didn't not realize 
that I was literally going to the furthest parking lot you could go to without going to Canada. Well, I mean, you almost made it. Almost. I don't hear great things about Canada these days anyway, so. Well, let's get into the docket. What do we, uh, what do you, what do you got there? Okay. It's Propel Berry Flavored Water from the makers of Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dude, I could drink, I would say I could drink this stuff like water. It is water. But like, it's 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 easy to, easier to drink than normal water for me. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, like, unless I'm just, like, really, really thirsty, I can't just, like, chug a whole bottle of water. But these, I drink them. I'll take, like, a few swigs, and it's almost gone. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's Propel from the makers of G. Um, on an alcohol-related note, though, I did go on a tour of the Lining Kugel Brewery in uh, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Well, that's where um, Jack Dawson's from or, like, did stuff there or something like that. Oh, um, I don't know. That's what he says in the Titanic. He mentions that town. Does he? I've not seen Titanic in many years. I don't remember. He talks about like how they, they like swim in the lakes there, and it's really cold, and that's why he didn't mind jumping into the cold ocean to save her. Oh. It's like the most random fact you can know about that movie, and for some reason, just, I just know it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. Um, that's probably not even really. You probably just made that up. But, yeah, nope. so it was, it was pretty cool. And uh, they give you four... If you go on a tour, they give you four drink tickets. So you get – I mean, they're only like five-ounce beers, but you get four of them for free. So you can try like four different flavors. And I guess most of their flavors apparently are only sold regionally. They only have a few that are sold nationally, like the Summer Shandy. And she said like 95% of the bars that have their beer on tap, it's going to be Summer Shandy. Um, But they have a lot of other flavors too They have that I didn't even know about. Um, but it was pretty cool. I recommend it if you're in the area and you like beer. There you go. Yeah. Since this is called bedroom drinking, I figured we should throw something drinking related. And since neither of us are actually drinking. <laughs> no, I don't drink the other day anymore a lot. Um, I was watching a thing the other day. So I'm almost kind of embarrassed to say this, but I have become a Fox News viewer only oh. for only for one show, though. Um, it's the Greg Gutfeld show. And not even really for him, but there's this girl on there. Her name is Kat Timp, and she's a libertarian. And she's – I find her extremely attractive, just like everything about her. I, she's really awesome, and she's a libertarian, so she has, like, interesting opinions. But anyway, so I've been watching this show every night since for the last couple of weeks. But one day they were talking about – something about drinking during the day, and they were talking about how we need to normalize day drinking rather than night drinking. Because when you day drink, like you go to bed at a reasonable hour and you wake up the next day with no hangover. And that's like how it should always be. And I was like, that is a fantastic point. Because, I mean, think about it. If you start drinking at like, I don't know, 11 a.m. noon and you drink for six hours, by like six or seven, you're done or five even. That's a long time to drink, like six hours. Yeah, but think about if you go out. Like say you go out at uh, eight o'clock at night and you drink until the bars close at two. Like that's a pretty normal thing that we would have done back in the day. Actually, a pretty normal thing that we've done back in the day was drink from eleven a.m. until two a.m. Yeah, that wasn't good though. Right, and we woke up feeling like shit the next morning. But the, what I'm saying is that if you drink, if you take the number of hours that you might drink if you go out like on a Friday, Saturday night, and yeah. you move them into the daytime hours. It would be perfect because 
you're going to like get all your hangover shit out of the way. You're just going to go to sleep and you're going to wake up the next day mostly fine. Unless you like really like like black out really bad or something. I don't know. But uh, I think I think that's what we need to do. We need to start pushing for day drinking rather than night drinking. Oh, okay. I think it's a good idea. Or just not drinking. I mean, I don't know. I like to do fun things. I, I do a lot of fun things that don't require drinking. I cannot get past this like elementary school thing on the cork board on the wall behind you with all of the Christmas cards from last year. Some of them are birthday cards. Are they? I just see one with a Christmas tree. One has a nativity scene on it. <laughs> That's like a wedding card or something. I don't know. Oh, in the middle? Yeah. One says, oh, it has a nativity and it says, oh, holy night. Yeah. And then there's one with a Christmas tree and one with a Christmas wreath and snow. Yeah, there's uh, they're just cards from last, this past Christmas, I guess. <laughs> Are you excited to have like like an intense winter season coming up? A little bit. I'm a little nervous about it, I guess, because it's like going to be cold. Are you going to get snow tires or like chains, snow chains? I don't think. I don't think you don't have to do that here. Oh, you know, you just get regular like tires. I mean, you can get snow tires, I guess, but just all weather tires are fine. Okay. But aren't there like certain tires that are better to have to drive in snow with? Probably like, yeah, they use them probably like in Alaska and like Canada and stuff. Or Minnesota. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they like, the roads are like treated here and stuff. So it's not like, it's mainly just their driveways and stuff you have to like watch out for. Not in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that there too. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. it's going to be cold. It's going to be different. Yeah. I mean, Nashville was cold, but it's going to be way colder than that. That's not going to be that. That wasn't cold, apparently. For a longer period. I mean, it was cold for us. We're from Texas. Well, yeah, but now it's even going to be colder. It snowed, and the snow stuck to the ground for multiple days. Well, here it does for, like, multiple months. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everything's relative. Like, people – I heard – where was I? I want to say I was in Minnesota. It it was – yes, I was in Minnesota. It was the day on 4th of July when I went to the Mall of America. and. It was like 82 degrees, I think. And this dumb girl was talking about how hot it was. And then she she said the, the cliche line that everyone in Texas says, it's not even the heat, it's the humidity. And I was like, bitch, this is not humidity. Like, it's, do you even know anything about the world? It's, uh, I don't know, it's been pretty, it's pretty bad humidity here. But like, it was not even hot was my point. And she was like going on about, it's so hot. It's so humid, like it's not though at all. Like I'm not even sweating right now. Uh, oh, anyway, I forgot. I think country music. We can start with that. Yeah. So there's some there's some controversies in the country music world right now. Um, yeah. I guess we can start with that racist Jason Aldean. Oh my um, gosh, he's so racist. He so if y'all don't know, he he's like he's like more racist than Hitler. Everyone is more. Ra- Hitler's like. There's been so many more racist people come after Hitler. Like Hitler is at the bottom of the totem pole for racist, I think, at this point. But so he has the new song called Try That in a Small Town. And it came out in May. And I think some people were like, this is racist back then. But it wasn't like a big news story. I'm going to read some of the lyrics for you in case you haven't heard it. Um, It's not a particularly well-written song. And... You listen to it and you're like, this is not a great song. But so it starts out, sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Well, act like a fool if you like. 
cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. We'll try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that shit might fly in the city. Good luck. And then it goes into the course more. <laughs> but uh, so people were immediately jumped to this song is racist. It sounds racist. And I'm like, well, the thing that they said made it racist was that he was talking about he was very, very obviously talking about referencing. The good old days. No, the black, the Black Lives Matter protests, which I don't remember. Well, I do actually remember. I don't know about carjacking an old lady to red light, but probably that <laughs> happened. But like sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store, blah, 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 cuss out a cop, spit in his face, dump on the flag, whatever. So they were like, this is about Black Lives Matter, and so it's racist. But then I was like, it's even if it is particularly about Black Lives Matter, it's not just black people that were doing all that shit during the, the protests. There's a lot of white people doing that. And also, if you read lyrics like that and you automatically assume that it's talking about black people, that seems like more of a you problem than a Jason Aldean problem if your assumption is that their lyrics are about black people because you're assuming that that's the – in your mind, that's what black people do. So, yeah. But then – so anyway, there was like a little bit of that that I saw when the song first came out. A few months ago, but now he's released the music video and now it's like a full blown uproar because I guess he filmed the music video in front of this courthouse in Tennessee where that's like legendary for some kind of lynching thing that happened. And so people are like, oh, so not only is this song is this song racist. Now he is he's basically come out and said that it's about lynching is a pro lynching song and it's definitely racist. And so. The music video has been pulled from CMT, which, like I said before, I did not even know that CMT still showed music videos. <laughs> Mostly it's just Reba and Last Man Standing reruns as far as I know. Uh, but maybe at like 2 a.m. they show music videos or something. I don't maybe. know. But they announced that they were pulling that video from their rotation. And so now it's a huge uproar. And all these people are like, they're trying to cancel Jason Aldean for telling the truth. Blah, 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 blah. The song is like number one now on iTunes and music video is number one on iTunes. Why you would buy a music video on iTunes, I don't know. Like you can watch it on YouTube I, for free. I didn't know iTunes was still a thing. I thought that got like shut down or something. No, it's it's still a thing, but they I think we did talk about them. They were gonna shut it down. I guess they ended up not doing that. I don't like think buys music still. Like I don't yeah, I don't think it's a big thing anymore, but it still exists. But I mean, I guess there's people that don't want to pay for a monthly streaming service, and if like there's a song that they like, they'll just spend a dollar and buy it. I guess, yeah. Anyway, so now there's like a whole thing about that song. People are upset. People are screaming from the rooftops about how great just Jason Aldean is. I don't, what do you think? I haven't heard the song. Yeah, I just read you all the lyrics. Yeah. I, uh, you probably weren't listening, but... I don't like Jason Aldean as far as like just his other music. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He's not – he's no Luke Bryan for me. Like I think he's – some of his songs yeah. I like. I am I mean I don't like – I'm not like, oh, new Jason Aldean is out. I got to go listen to that. But I think at the same time, like he's like, oh, uh, he released this song, I guess. I don't know if he wrote it or – He didn't write it. He, he did not write it. He did not write the song. Uh, well, I mean 
I don't know. I don't think, I think people are just overreact like they always do because it's just a song. But in today's climate, like if you didn't know like this was going to be an issue, like then you're just dumb. <laughs> I mean, I honestly find it very hard to believe because people are saying that they chose this location to record the music video in on purpose because uh, of its history. And I find that extremely hard to believe. But maybe they did. It's just another crappy song about something that he's probably never experienced. So I don't <laughs> Um, uh, then again, the liberals are just whiny little babies, so they're going to find any excuse to cry. He gets a lot of heat because he's he was uh, he's the one that was on stage during the shooting at the the concert in Vegas. Yeah. And he's like still very pro-gun rights and stuff, and people attack him for that. And I'm like, just because you were at a place where there was a shooting doesn't mean that like all your views suddenly change. Yeah. That's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I think, he, I think he's just, just a song about like being in a small town, but people are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, he released a statement that was, and it kind of makes sense sort of about how he, the song is about how people in small towns, he feels like we're missing that sense of community in America and people in small towns, they like stand up for each other and they're like a community and they're like, if you attack one of them, you attack all of them. And so they just stand up for each other. And that's what the song is about. And I guess that makes sense. But Which is true, yeah. Um, then other people were like, well, he's from Macon, Georgia, which has a population of like 150,000 people. So he's not even from a small town. So And now he definitely does not live in a small town. So, like, what does he know about it? But, yeah. I mean, again, he didn't write the song. And he just probably sings songs that he thinks will appeal to country listeners, which is what most of them do. Which is like their job. I mean, that's why they all, that's why they all sing songs about trucks and fishing and hunting and small towns and dirt roads and whatever, like, cause that's what the country audience wants to hear, I guess. Yeah. And the liberals are funny cause all they did, all they do, they cry about all this stuff. All they do is give them free publicity and then he gets even bigger. Right. Like if they hadn't thrown a bit about this song, no one would no care one about cares. it. No one cared about it. No one really cared about it when it first came out and now they're making a big deal about it. And all of a sudden everyone is all for it and yeah. like yeah all they do is just make things more popular just like with morgan wallen if i have an unpopular opinion about morgan wallen which is that the only reason that he's as popular as he is now is because people started listening to him after he was quote-unquote canceled for saying the n-word because they felt like they were fighting back against cancel culture and yeah i mean he was, really he was he was fairly popular before that i guess but he like really exploded after that and yeah. that's my opinion on why is because of the liberal outrage and then conservatives were like, we have to save Morgan Wallen, fight for Morgan Wallen. Why? I don't even know. Though, even though we don't even like him. Um, he just kind of seems like a very irresponsible person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Another news in country music, Miranda Lambert is now being boycotted by her fans because she chastised and scowled at her fans like a, teacher talking to school children that is that's what the the one chick said it felt like at, at the yeah. concert they were she so here so it was the, the latest miranda lambert concert she was playing and these women one of which is like a vegas uh i guess influencer or something they were trying to take like an ussy uh yeah it wasn't she she said they were they cared more about more about taking their selfie but like someone else was taking a picture of the group like they weren't taking selfie. I thought yeah. that was funny. 
uh, someone was like, taking a picture. They were like, they're in like a little VIP area, and then they were trying to take a picture of Miranda in the background, and their pictures there, whatever. Uh, but then Miranda Lambert like stopped this music and was like, was like, I gotta stop right now. I'm sorry. These women are more concerned about their selfies than like, or something than listening to me, and it's kind of pissing me off or something like that. And then people like started cheering, and then the women were like, okay, we're just gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> so like, they just left. Which doesn't, I mean, they already paid the money, so it doesn't matter, but. Well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like I might not want to be there anymore either. If she yeah. just yelled at me for. But they probably paid a lot of money for those tickets too. They so. did because they were. So the thing, people act like, because I saw articles that were talking about how like they were in the front row and they were doing all this stuff. And I can see how like that would be distracting and annoying to people. But apparently they weren't, they were in like a, a, v, a tiered seated VIP section that like was not bothering anyone. The yeah. only thing that I could see maybe that would have bothered some people or maybe Miranda particularly is like the flash of the camera going off. Which they probably didn't even use maybe. I don't know. I think they did. I, I mean, I might be wrong, but I feel like I read that they did. There was a flash flashing going on. Well, may, yeah, I mean, maybe. I guess it could be distracting, but also like, oh yeah, she got all pissy, whatever, and they left and they were all like, blah, blah, you should your fans like that. And then I kind of agree with that. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't because they, the only reason you're up there is because of people like that pay to go see your concerts. And she was acting like these people, these artists like that are like, she's trying to play it off as like, Oh, they're being so disrespectful to my art. And it's like, please. Yeah. You're not like writing some heartfelt song. You picked it out of a catalog and you recorded it. And now you're playing it on stage. Like, I mean, it's not like, it's not, it's not like it, this is at Douglas corner cafe. And someone is like <laughs> making, you know, someone had a crappy day at their job at McDonald's and now they're just trying to play some music to like some, have some kind of joy in life. Like <laughs> it's like, you didn't even like most, most of the time these big artists that like complain, like, like they didn't write the song. Even, even if they did, they wrote it with like 20 other songwriters. And, like, it's not like, it's not like it's from your heart. It's like, you're, you're just mass producing this bull crap now. And then you're, you're trying to make this like scene on stage. Like, Oh my God, I'm so offended. They're taking a selfie. But like, like shut up and just dance monkey. <laughs> Speaking of racism, um, it's okay because she's not she's white. She can be she can be any animal she wants to be. Um, yes, I think that if she had if she had said like, "Hey, would y'all mind like not doing that because you're being a distraction to people around you that want to see the show and whatever," if she had phrased it more of that kind of thing as "Please don't be a distraction to everyone," I think it would have been taken better. But she basically was like, "Why aren't you paying attention to me? I'm up here singing. I'm important." Pay attention to me. Exactly. That's kind of how it came across. And so that's why I think people are like, why are you such a bitch? And it's like, you can just let them take their picture. Like, if, if it would have kept happening like three or four more times, then you, you may be like, hey, stop. You know, but like, they're probably only going to do it the one time and then they're just going to go back to listening to your stupid song. <laughs> well, what I was also thinking when I was just talking about the flash photography, I have a hard time believing that like there wasn't lots of, lots of people taking pictures with flashes like all over the place. Yeah. Because I mean, if you've ever been to a concert, you know that people like to take pictures of and videos of what's going on on stage. So like I, they, it's not like they were the only ones and they were in a private area. They weren't like blocking anyone's view or anything. Like the whole thing just seems kind of silly. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I don't, it's just, she's dumb. I don't like her. I think she's stupid. Do you think she's canceled? Or do you no. think? Yeah, I think this is this is a thing that people are gonna roll their eyes about. And uh, yeah. you know what was funny was that I saw so 
I forget who it was. I think it was someone like decently famous, but now I can't remember their name. They said everyone's hating on Miranda for this. She should have just walked off the stage to and canceled the show to watch a basketball game, and everyone would be fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> like Eric Church did last year, he had no yeah. end of no end of defenders for his canceling his concert so he could watch a basketball game. That's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the other <laughs> debacle in the country music realm. It's funny yeah. to me. I guess. Oh, what? Well, put a pin in that. What I was going to say. You said something about going to Nashville earlier, and I was thinking. I wonder what uh, Jason Aldean's bar, what kind of business he's getting right now. Do you think it's just oh like gosh. exploding like lines Probably. super long to get in? Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. I'm sure it's – I mean, that place is always pretty busy, I think. Yeah, but actually, maybe, I think yeah. I think I actually have seen lines to get in there just like I on – the- I think right now just because of what's happening, it probably be a little more like people just want to go there just to say like, oh, I went to Jason Aldean's bar, blah, blah. Even though he probably doesn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah, they just put their names on the bars. They don't actually. Yeah, some of them. I mean, I mean, Miranda Lambert has one there too. Maybe it's empty. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she has. Some of them, I think, she yeah. she got in trouble. Do, some of them actually do like own own them, or at least I think all. Of them I think own them in some way. Well, I think Blake them. Shelton does own his. He's pretty involved yeah, he, with it. I think. Yeah, because he has like a chain of them. Oh, he does. Yeah, they're everywhere. Like those old red places. Oh, there's one like in Gatlinburg. I know. Oh. But like, I think like the Tim McGraw one, like he actually does own it. Which one is that? I don't think it's open yet. Oh, it's it's called Friends in Low Places. I think it's about to open. Shouldn't that be Garth Brooks? Maybe that's what I was saying, Garth Brooks. Yeah. So Garth was the Brooks. singer wrong, or was the name of the the bar wrong? I'm no, I meant, the, I meant to say Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I do. I did hear about him opening a place. The same to me. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say it was funny when Miranda Lambert had controversy. When she opened her bar too, because it's like a Tex-Mex place. Yeah, and people were saying that she's white, like she's culturally appropriating the the Tex-Mex people. <laughs> she's not even from Texas, is she? <laughs> I, uh, I think she is. Oh, maybe that's okay then. But uh, but she's only Tex. She's not Mex. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of. The, I feel like most of the people that get pissy about issues in country music are people that don't even listen to the music. And that's actually probably why people rally around these people so hard is that the attacks are coming from people that don't listen to the music. But then the people that actually do listen to the music are like pissed off that you're attacking their person. So they're like rallying around them. Yeah. <laughs> Just white people being dumb. Yes. It is mostly white people too that get pissed about like the racism yeah. issues and whatever because they're trying to be white knights and white Magic, magic whiteies. I don't know. Magic, um, magic whiteies. So the white savior complex is. A, yes, that's that's. I think what I was looking for. White savior complex. Yeah. That's what you've Anyways, been you've been yeah, reading. That's that. <laughs> um. So another thing that I wanted to talk about really was um this movie called The Sound of Freedom. Yeah, Jesus is in it. He is in it. He's uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is like the first movie he's done since then. No, it's not. Remember we went to watch him coach football. Jesus coaches football. And the person who I was talking yes, about. Yes, we literally we went to the movie theater and this was like back in the day when you actually went to a box office and bought a ticket with money from a person. Yeah. And, and we were like, well, tickets to Jesus coaches football, please. And then he was like, okay, here you go. It was not the name of the movie. No, it was like the, um, when, when the game stands tall. Yeah. 
I don't even remember. I remember it was about like a high school football team. I think that was about it. Anyways, yeah. So the sound. I have not. I have not seen the sounds of freedom or whatever. It's no. So it's about. Um, it's a true story about this guy named Tim Ballard, who was he worked for Homeland Security, I think, and they bust this human trafficking guy, and they catch they like catch or find this kid. I guess the Tim Ballard is like undercover with this guy and uh, this guy is like going to sell him this kid and he shows him like a picture of the kid and everything. And he's bringing him in like from Mexico. And so they arrest him and then they go to the meeting place where like this guy is supposed to bring this kid that Tim Ballard is supposed to buy. And so they like save that kid. And then he finds out that this kid has a sister that also was kidnapped and thrown into trafficking. So then Tim Ballard like goes and like tries to find this kid's sister. And then he ends up like saving her and like saving all these other, what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? <laughs> Popping my fingers. I like, I can't see your hands and you're making weird faces. And it was making me uncomfortable. So yeah. So he ends up like saving the, the sister and then like these other kids and then so basically at the end of the movie, he just decides that he's going to stay in Colombia, I think, and work with this other guy to like try to take down these other trafficking rings like around. And I guess he ended up saving like a whole bunch of kids doing that. So it's a very like it was a good movie, but like it's just a movie about like saving these kids from trafficking. It's very non-offensive, I feel like. But so apparently it was made in 2018 independently. And then Fox bought it, and they were going to release it. But then Disney bought Fox, and Disney said, we're not going to release it. So the original people that made it bought it back from Disney, and then they like went to other studios and streamers and stuff, and no one wanted to buy the movie. So eventually they found these the, um, Angel Studios. I think my chair is squeaking. They found the Angel Studios – and they're the makers of The Chosen, which is a TV show about Jesus. But apparently it's like made by Mormons and weird. I don't know. But anyway, they – so Angel Studios was like, we're going to release the movie. And I guess it was being marketed in like conservative areas of the internet and stuff. I had never heard of the movie. And so I saw an Instagram ad for it like a couple days before it came out. And I was like, what is this? This must not be like a real movie because I never heard of it. But then like it came out and like is making so much money. And it's being marketed, I guess, as like, oh, Hollywood doesn't want you to see this movie. And there's all these articles being written about how it's like QAnon propaganda and all this stuff. And it's not at all. It's like QAnon didn't even exist when this movie was made. Like it has, it's just like a true story about like this one sting operation that this guy did. Like it's like if you're going to say it's a QAnon movie, basically what you're saying is that child trafficking is a QAnon conspiracy. And I don't feel like that's what you want to say, but maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but like the whole conversation around this movie has just been so weird because on the one hand you have all these conservatives being like, this is such a powerful movie. It's going to save so many lives and that's why they don't want you to see it. And I'm like, I don't really feel like it's going to save that many lives. Cause like, it's just a movie, but yeah. I think now they've said that they're, going to start donating some of the, I guess they didn't expect it to make so much money. They're going to start donating some of the, like a certain percentage of every ticket sold is going to go to like different organizations that fight child trafficking. So I guess like maybe it will now, 
do some good. I don't know. Mm, but like, there's what if Angel Studios is the child trafficking company, and they just are using the money to traffic more children? They're funding Epstein Island. Maybe two point Yeah, you don't know. Um, uh, yeah. But so, and they're and they're talking about how like so on the conservative side, it's like this is a movie everyone needs to watch. Hollywood's trying to stifle this movie and blah 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 and you're like okay this seems kind of silly but then on the other side you have people that are like trying to denounce the movie as like some stupid QAnon propaganda that's completely off the reservation and crazy and stuff and it's like but it's not so like the fact that they are saying that stuff I'm like what is what is your deal actually like I don't yeah. you're lying about what this movie is for what purpose I don't understand so maybe they have a point I don't know I'm very confused. All I can know, all I can say is that I watched the movie and the movie was fine. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. And it's just like a generic anti-child trafficking movie, not about like Democrats trafficking kids out of the bag of pizza parlors in DC and Hollywood elites like kidnapping kids to drink their blood or whatever, like a lot of the crazy QAnon things say. Like it's just like kids were being trafficked and they got rescued. So I don't understand what's going on here at all. It's very strange to yeah. me. Well, it stars Jim Caviezel. Yes. Who, apparently, he is kind of a QAnon person. Is he really? I don't I, – I mean, I've read that, but, like, I don't actually know because these they say that this is a QAnon movie and it's not a QAnon movie. But it's also weird to me that people are like, oh, they don't want you to see this movie because it's about child trafficking. But, like, there's so many other things about child trafficking that have been made and released. Like yeah, so I mean, it, Taken was why about. You want to see a movie about child trafficking? Well, they're saying that like it's it's propaganda and like it's uh, the no the conservatives are saying that Hollywood the elites whatever that means don't want you to see the movie because like apparently you're gonna learn some new information or something which you don't. Okay. But like, there's been lots of stuff made about child trafficking, so I don't know why they think that you people wouldn't want you to see the movie because it's about child trafficking but then i also don't know why people are trying to paint the movie as something that it's not in order to keep you from seeing it like that's weird to me also so i don't really understand it's all very weird and confusing and i don't know what's going on <laughs> maybe they are so maybe QAnon is all right i mean that's crazy i'm sure they're not right but it also is interesting how like all of these conspiracy theories that have been around like from kind of when COVID started to now, a lot of them have actually ended up being true. <laughs> so like they said that COVID did not come from a Chinese lab. Um, but now they're saying it probably did come from a Chinese lab. And they were, people were saying that like, they were telling us like, you have to wear a mask or else people are going to die. And now they're like, actually the mask didn't make any difference. They were saying, Oh, the vaccines, you have to take the vaccine or else, it's going to save your life. And if you don't take it, then all these people are going to die. And now they're like, well, yeah, there's problems with the vaccine. Like actually it could hurt you. And it didn't really help that much. But like all these things that you weren't allowed to say, cause it was misinformation and conspiracy stuff before. Now it's like in the New York times, the Washington post, and it's just being printed as fact. And so I'm like, are the conspiracy theorists, right? I don't know. <laughs> like they, they've been right about this other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> This is all super weird, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's all crazy. It's all nonsense. Um, is that, what else? Um, do we want to talk about the strikes? Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about that. 
because that's a current event. So yeah, I, so the riders went on strike again, like a couple, maybe the last month or something. In May. In May, they went on, the riders went on strike because they're like, oh, we're crying about stuff uh, because they don't get paid enough. Usually the, the whole reason people go on strike anyways, like the wage gap is ridiculous. They're not getting paid what they're worth to write, so they're not going to write. Cool, cool. And then the actors are like, yeah, we support the riders. The riders need to be paid properly. But then people are like, oh, well, you know, you say that, but you're still working and you're getting millions of dollars and models. And then the actors are like, oh, you know what? You're right. So now we have to go on strike for the riders. Well, they're not on strike then, for the riders. Because they're, 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 they're mainly striking against like streaming and stuff like that because they don't get paid. Well, the I mean, the thing is that the, the union contracts with are up and so they have to renegotiate terms with like yeah. the studios and the streamers and so th- the writers and the actors unions both like couldn't make a deal that they wanted with the studios so that's why they're on strike yeah but the actors thing is a lot about one of the things that they're upset about is the residuals and i guess like back in the day whenever you had shows that were on tv and then they would get rerun and then they'd get sold into syndication after a while and you would get residuals from like every time the show re-aired on tv and it was like yeah. people i guess the actors could live off of the residuals in between in between, act- jobs, in between yeah. jobs so that was like the idea of that but now that most stuff is streaming the streaming residuals are like pennies so like the actors are saying that they can't like they have to work multiple jobs because they can't the residuals aren't paying them anything and like they're not, so they they don't earn enough money already. I was reading one thing. There's some actress from Orange Is the New Black. I don't even know who she was. She said she got paid like six thousand dollars for a season of Orange Is the New Black, and then her residual checks are like one cent, like between one cent and eight cents. So she said she had to, she would be on set for like twelve hours a day, and she would still have to work another job while she was filming just to pay her bills and. Apparently, streaming is not paying people shit. So yeah, this one person like posted. It was like, I had a part on this show. This is my residual check from, or this is my residual amount per like stream, and it was like point zero three cents. <laughs> and then it was like, and then she did like her other show where she was like a lead on. She's like, I was a lead on this show, and my my residual is only like thirty three dollars. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess it it kind of is working the same way as like music streaming. The artists don't make anything from streaming. Yeah. Like the res- I guess you would the, they would be considered residuals. Yeah, they don't um, make anything. And they it's make just like money from other pennies. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But like I don't know. Streaming is obviously the future of the entertainment industry. So I don't know. But the streamers are also like not making a lot of money either because they're paying so much money to make products but all their income is just from people subscribing. And so like, just because you spend a, like, if you spend a lot of money to make a movie and you send it to the movie theater, people are paying to go watch just that movie. So like, if it makes a billion dollars then you're getting like a lot of return on that investment. But if you spend a lot of money to make something for streaming, you're not getting anything extra. You're just making whatever the subscribers are paying. Yeah. So like, you're not really making any money off of that which I guess is why the actors aren't getting much money from that. But then I also kind of feel like most people get paid to do a job. They don't get paid extra for, you know what I mean? Like they get paid to make the movie or make the TV show. And then that's like someone, a normal person going to work and getting paid to do something. 
Yeah, it'd be like me. That'd be like uh, uh, it'd be like us getting like, oh, we got paid and we we get our salary and we put out a fire at your house or save your house. And now every day that your house is not on fire, we should still keep getting paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It basically that's what it is. So that I yeah. mean, I have a hard time kind of feeling sorry for them for that. But one of the other things that they're complaining about, I think the other main issue was about AI. And I guess what the studios want to do is they want to pay the actors to like scan their body into some kind of AI system. And then they want to pay them just to do the scan. And then they want to be able to use the, their, the AI image of them like for all of eternity without paying them. So they don't have to like actually go film a movie anymore. The AI just does it. That's what the fear is, is that they're going to pay them one time and then they like, the studios will make money off of using their image for all of eternity and they don't ever get paid again. Why would anybody take that deal? I don't know. But apparently that's like one of the big sticking points that the studios are like, we're not willing to budge on this. I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but apparently that's, that's what they want to do for like, instead of hiring extras for stuff, they want to just like populate yeah, people sure, in so. with like CGI and AI and stuff. And they just want to scan their body in and like use their image in the background yeah. without actually having to pay them to come into work. Like the AI shit is all so wild to me. Like I don't even, I can't even comprehend how it's going to change things. It's going to be insane because they're talking, they're talking about like using AI to write scripts too, which is another thing that the writers are striking about. Um, yeah. And like songwriters too. And like, write songs, and, songs and stuff and do pretty much anything. I guess well, technically. Maybe, so, maybe the AI would do a better job of writing some of these country songs. Though. I mean, they could probably write a better song than that Jason Aldean song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long the strikes could go, but it. I mean, eventually someone's have to give in. They have to. They're gonna have to, to just figure out like a whole new system of paying people. I think. Yeah. yeah because so, I mean, what is what is actors gonna do? Just not go to work anymore? They're like, oh, we're on strike. Oh, what are you gonna see Brad Pitt working at fucking Chick Fil A? Like, oh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. Um, I mean, Ben Affleck did work at Dunkin' Donuts for a couple hours one day. Um, <laughs> for a commercial or something? <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that like, I think the writers are complaining about, which I guess makes sense, is that when you used to just have TV shows, you every TV show would be like 22 episodes per season. Yeah. And now everything's moving towards streaming and stuff. And like shows have shorter seasons. So like they're not getting paid as much. So you know, a lot of streaming shows are like eight to ten episodes per season, like barely anything. But like the writers are held because they want them to come back for the next season. But like they're not making any money, and the season is too short for them to like make any like a decent amount of money. So like they're getting screwed over that way. And I don't know how they're going to fix that because that's just going to be the way things are now. They're just going to have to. It's like oh yeah, I'm a I'm a writer on a you know. A writer on Yellowstone. Oh man, that's a great. That's like a freaking crazy award-winning show. They're like, yeah, but I also work at Dunkin' Donuts in the off season because I can't. I don't make enough money writing. I mean, a lot of them do. They work like They're like minor league baseball players. They have to go back to their job. Yeah, and like discount tire. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't get paid shit. That's pretty pretty crazy. But like, yeah, I don't know. The thing is that they're gonna have to restructure everything and. I think what's ultimately going to happen is that there's just going to be less product made altogether. Yeah. Cause the studios are going to be like, well, we're not going to take a pay cut. Yeah. And I mean, well, I mean, if they're, which, which I don't know. It would have to happen pretty much. Yeah. Everyone, all of the executive 
studio people would have to take pay cuts and they're not going to do that. And yeah, I don't know. I think we're just going to see a lot of like the prices right at night. Reality TV is about to make a huge uh, whopping. Yes. And the thing too with that is that. And game shows. Yeah. Reality TV and game shows often get the same or better ratings than scripted shows. So it's like, why even bother paying writers to write something if I can just do another version of The Bachelor and get the same ratings for cheaper? Yeah. And apparently they're not going to... I read that they're not even going to start talking to the writers' union again until, like, the fall. The studios. (laughs) So, like... We might never we might never get anything again. Well, what's what's already been made is going to be it. They got to lock down the actors first. I guess. Well, what I read was that they said this was before the actors even went on strike. This person said that regardless of what happens with the actors, they weren't even resuming talks with the writers union until later in the fall. There will be a whole new set of generation of actors that aren't SAG or whatever. They're just going to make all the movies. What's going to happen is that we're just going to import like CW has just like bought a bunch of Canadian shows and that's just what they've put on their schedule now since they don't have any new shows. And I was like, well, that's just, we're just going to start importing stuff in from all the other countries, English speaking countries, I guess. And then we're just going to put that on. And so like they have, uh, they have NCS or NCIS Sydney coming like Sydney, Australia. They have, they literally have that as coming. So they can just make a bunch of like Canadian and Australian and British versions of everything and just bring those over here. Uh, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Um, well, I guess that's it for today. Yeah. I, I guess. a lot of topics. That was like, we, 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 we just, we well, do you, do you want to keep going? Because there's more. I mean, no. if we want to get into more political stuff. Yeah. I think we'll cut it there for now. We have any questions, comments, Topics you want us to touch on, you can reach us at our different platforms. Yeah, we're a bedroom drinking podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, bedroom drinking podcast at gmail.com is email. Are you on threads? I don't know what that is. Okay. I'm not on it's basically Mark Zuckerberg made his own version of Twitter and it's called Threads. It just came Oh, he could because he couldn't buy Twitter, so he just made his own. Well, I think because people are upset that Elon Musk owns Twitter and he's like allowing free speech and it's become more Nazi filled or something. So people didn't want to use Twitter anymore. So he was like, I'll make a diff- a new Twitter, but it's going to be called threads. And I guess it, it's like a couple weeks ago, maybe that it, it started. I don't know, but I guess it's like connected to Instagram. Cause I see on people's Instagram pages, there's like a code that you click on and it takes you to their threads page. I don't know. I don't really see a purpose in it, but uh, uh, well, anyways, yeah, I forgot where we were in the goodbye, but I, w- I was just thinking about threads and I was like, I wonder if it, remember we did an episode on, uh, was it called Vero? There was some new social media thing called like Vero or Vero or something. And we were like, this could be like a whole like new game changing thing, or it could go the way of like Google plus. And it and definitely went through, it, I think it died faster than Google plus. But so now I wonder if this Threads thing will be like a new – is it going to replace Twitter? Or is it just going to be Google Plus again? Yeah. I don't know. I don't intend to find out for myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, at least I don't know where we were. I think we were, we were just saying goodbye. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, thanks so, for listening, yeah. everyone. We'll see. <laughs>
See you next time. And uh, as always, Naked, naked Man. man.